At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Welcome to Audio Hygiene, a podcast where we look into educational films, avant-garde films, strange documentaries, and the like. Uh, this is Matt. This is Andrew. Yes. Sorry, I just assumed you'd come on with that. Um, <laughs> uh, you, so this is our first recording session, and I was like, you choose one. I, you didn't have one straight than mine. You just you needed some blood. Which we do get in the second shot of this film. The blood's already there in the second shot, so I, I think we delivered. Uh, this yeah. is this is the last prom. I should mention it's a remake. That's uh, right. There actually there was one done I think in the fifties. Also, people like that one, but um, that one's in black and white. You wanted blood, and I, I just I all around prefer this nineteen eighty version. This is this is one of the ones that I literally do show up at people's parties and make them watch. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the the last one we did it, it was my first time this one i've seen too many times oh cool good okay <laughs> i mean that's what, yeah. I, what i was when i was flashing you that disc earlier that's it's on the driver's ed disc right so. now do they label this as as 1980 because i i've uh read that this was actually a 74 but maybe it's maybe i'm mixing it up with some other one though it may have been remade several times. Although now that I'm thinking about that uh, powder blue uh, tux, I'm like, okay, 74 sounds right too, you know? I mean, it may have been released or when it was made, they may have just used out of date clothes. I mean, yeah. that's totally possible. Anything's <laughs> possible. I, I think, but yeah, yeah. I, I wanted blood because when I think of educational films, I think of the scare films, um, uh, the, the highway safety ones. And I think of the, uh, I don't know, this sort of falls into not really necessary juvenile delinquency, but definitely like uh, what would be the cautionary tale? The bad influences, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, we got, I, I guess uh, the star of this, I guess, is Sandy, the girl, although the, the one that sticks in your head, of course, is uh, Phil Donovan, who, who must have an enormous cock. <laughs> <laughs> they do all look like they're about to be in a porn. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, when he, he asks her to prom, then she goes home all happy. You know, you just, it's the the overall quality of it, the time in which it was made. Uh, it just seems a little pornographic, but also like an That was their night film. job. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. I mean, who knows, right? Well, I mean, yeah, because they did often those folks into other jobs. I had a friend, a coworker watching the first season next Jenny. He's like, why do they keep landing on the planet of the adult film stars? Because <laughs> especially the first season, like, it's like there's several episodes they go to a planet. Everyone looks like, you know, they do skinematics at night. So, <laughs> I mean, they, they might have, you they, know, well, and, not might. They most assuredly did. They I think. definitely did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you had your like Shannon worry in there or something like that. Or His extra. Sort of yeah. <laughs> I, I guess, I guess the thing, 
the uh, the charm of looking at this particular iteration i think it was remade after this too of course are those ridiculous styles with the uh, powder blue tux um they're driving around in that that 70s ford van which you think would be a monster and with the teardrop window and, yeah uh, yeah that was well, fan, wasn't it <laughs> it was it was well it, you know teenagers realistically um would be driving a car that's old because the one of the major ironies <laughs> is that um you know you want the kids to be safe when you give them a car or get them a car but more often than not kids were given old cars because they were seen as expendable the cars not the kids <laughs> but um they were awful, uh, often uh made with less safety in mind <laughs> than a newer automobile <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's good for the the classic cars. I'm I'm also thinking. I've already mentioned the tux. I didn't mention mention dresses. This may be that that one like shining moment in history where like, you know, dude fashion was like cooler. You know, this I is mean, we. I just talked about Buck Rogers yesterday. You know, Pamela Hensley just eventually starts running around naked in what's supposed to be like a kids movie. So, <laughs> oh, dude, I need to watch more Buck Rogers. Apparently, no. I I thought um, they were very. Uh, uh, you know, out of Carrie, you know, the De Palma's Carrie. Um, sort of the... has that feel. <laughs> yeah. But again, these, you know, I, I feel like it's probably was spot on for what a real teenager would be wearing. You know, you don't want to, you know, uh, make this too out of the realm of possibility or, you know, too unrecognizable for, uh, for students that would be watching this. Another, I guess this is a big anachronism is the live band at the prom. <laughs> That's no. not going to. That's not going to happen much anymore. <laughs> no. Now, do we need to do the uh, the synopsis of this one, the plot of this oh, one? Oh, I, I almost feel like the title does it. But yes, yes, good thinking there. Go, let's go for that four or five TV guide summary. I, I need to start encoding those words for myself there. So go for it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, this one, The Last Prom, is uh, the tragic story of a girl who was not going to go to prom because she just... Uh, got out of a relationship with her boyfriend but there's another boy that asks her and she gets so happy she says yes but of course alcohol plus car equals gore that's the end of the summary okay gore we end with the gore we, we do <laughs> well, there's a funeral but yeah <laughs> i mean um, you know that's 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 the, the aftermath but what we're looking for here like i said uh, when I when I when you were first into educational films, I just immediately went, "Where is Mechanized Death? Where is Signal 30? I've always heard about these ones, and I want to see them because they're the ones that were notorious for being gory. But I think um, you showed me one about safety on the job, uh, one about oh, a oh, construction yeah, yeah. or a. We're a getting worker. that one. Don't don't get me wrong. That one's okay. coming. <laughs> That's one I haven't forgotten, and that was many many moons ago. But yeah, I wanted to see one that had some gore to it and uh you sure chose a great one i mean this is there's a lot of great stuff about it i really enjoyed yeah. it you mentioned mechanized mechanized death and uh signal 30 i i think this actually might is my favorite uh vehicular horror film oh yeah <laughs> well i mean in the educational sense of the word yeah no uh, why why otherwise, why is other, it? otherwise it'd be a maximum overdrive right i'm sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i'm curious what it is about this one because i feel like you know, you do get payoff in that whole, you know, the car accident scene. But I feel this movie is mostly um, mostly set up with the with getting you into the 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 
life, personal life of its main character and we all of that. About- how these films have no pretense and like no one's even trying to act in this one like at no. all <laughs> it's, well they're trying to you know you're you're compressed time right because you're supposedly yeah. um supposed to give the class time to discuss it but really i don't think teachers did that for the most part i think they just put these on as a, a you know either Nap a boredom time. thing or you know just a time to yeah sit and chill um while they did something else but yeah these were these are what was this one like 20 ish minutes yeah yeah so, you gotta you gotta be it's, it's all about economy it's perfect <laughs> for, for a, perfect for a cat nap <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I didn't sleep through these things in uh and and like elementary junior high or high school i i was sitting there watching them um it wasn't until university i started taking naps and that's because i'd like run across campus i'd sit down it's like it's the university so they got like a, a comfortable chair the lights are down and <laughs> <laughs> yeah no if i sat in the very back of the classes i was definitely gonna fail that class yeah so uh no i was like <laughs> right up front but they like i, I just remember because i actually wanted to watch there was a, like a history film i actually wanted to see it and i just could not stay awake but uh oh i only have a vivid memory of one uh edu- other than you know seeing eyes on the prize which is definitely not a in the realm of what we're talking about um but i i the only like educational film that would fit into this that i saw i wish i knew the name of it because i would so want to watch that like right after we record it was a uh, the one we saw at Fernbank for sex education when i was in fifth grade <laughs> yeah i mean i i saw something in the first grade which had like kids going to some weird magical tent in the middle of the desert or something i still don't there's one i, that I think might have been it but uh, it still doesn't have that full like yes that's the movie i'm thinking of i maybe that's that's part of my my weird search too i'm always searching for that particular film well look for this one yeah they 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 put the boys in one classroom the girls in another classroom and the one we watched they were like if you laugh we're gonna send you to the bus and you're gonna have to sit with the teacher while these other kids get sex education and you can't tell fifth grade boys don't laugh and then proceed to show them an animated penis having an erection and making little sound effects when the blood goes through the side view uh, cross section of the dick i mean it's just <laughs> we were you remember that beavis and butthead where we will be talking about the penis beavis <laughs> and butthead just turned purple because they can't laugh and you know it was very much like that but i wish i could find that one that would be great but i loved yet um last prom really played for me uh like a little mini exploitation film yeah, that's probably why I like it, despite the fact that the Agore is, you know, kind of the front and the back ends, right? So, like you said, the middle's following the kids around, so. Yeah, yeah, um, the beginning shows a busted window and a tiara sitting on the seat. Yes. <laughs> well, you have, to think of, you have to think about all the horrors. You know, these teenagers would have been dead, like, long before in Japanese roads, by the way. They're all narrow and, yeah. It's weird. Like, I, I don't think I could handle like a full on interstate anymore, especially not like in Atlanta or something. But no, I could navigate these like insane narrow roads now. Well, I mean, and just like cars back then, um, I don't think safety was a super big issue in terms of infrastructure. I want to say, you know, back then when this was made, a lot of the roads probably were about the same. They were like, I don't know, 50 years before that. Yeah um which maybe that's the case on some of these japanese roads too <laughs> could be yeah um you're asking me the other thing that this particular film got me it's the soundtrack it, it seems like that robot from the last transformers last night is like always singing just off screen 
I don't know if you saw that one, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. I was told that was the good one. That, <laughs> no, that's the only thing I liked about the movie: the robot that's like, like, you know who that was. This actually, this one is covered in a, a reference book I have uh, about um, uh, educational films from that era. And uh, those were um, a chorus from a high school, which makes it even more ghoulish to think about. Yeah, I mean, uh, in, in our sci-fi podcast, one of the things that makes the original Godzilla work is the the creepy, you know, schoolgirls singing. So, <laughs> yeah, but it, it straight up reminded me of, um, uh, if not the score for Cannibal Holocaust, the score for uh, Make Them Die Slowly, both Italian cannibal films. Uh, it just that creeps me out so much. I mean, it's. But knowing that they were high school students singing it, and this is a movie about high school students dying violently, that just to me just adds a little layer of. Mm. <laughs> and there's there's another piece of the music where um I th- I think it's when she's dancing around because she's happy she has a prom day and I'm like okay that that straight up is a Fender jazz bass and a, a Fender Rhodes there that's that's hip. <laughs> okay, cool. I was I was gonna I was I was gonna ask you, um you know was any of the music like uh you know particularly cool in any of these because you yeah. know most of it is like library stuff i think when you go out to the older but this being mid mid to late 70 let's say uh you know they definitely wanted they didn't want kids laughing at it you know there were there were artists especially in the 70s specifically making that library music though there were right? actually a few artists known for that i had a um a uh, CD, a uh, cinema phonic, a uh, cinema soul or, or something of like that it has a naked lady on the cover. <laughs> oh God, I got to get this. Yeah, yeah. I I can at least send you the MP3s or something. But yeah, it's all like, like, but it's people that specifically made that for this kind of use. So Now I know the actors just got paid a, a regular scale rate and not the scale of Hollywood. This is just like a hey kid you know or could have been cash on the barrel head i don't know yeah it probably was it probably just give them a, you know a 20 or something like that i i guess it would have, it would have to do with how many scenes you had to appear in but the music i uh so anyway so they're they're not getting royalties on this stuff but as far as the music i mean is that going to be public domain out of all this stuff or does somebody actually own it i'm not sure maybe there's like a much lower rate it's like um like especially 80s 90s television sometimes they'd have a famous song but they'd have like the karaoke version playing because sure because that you still have to play the publishing rights but you don't have to pay the rights for the recording so yeah no i'm curious about that because i know something weird which was the source for me at least for a lot of this stuff and uh old b-movie stuff when i was first buying tapes through the mail uh they now offer like a some double lp the you know set of music that's from a lot of their releases and stuff and I know for releasing, especially on uh, DVD or Blu-ray, there like there was a lot of trouble releasing shows like Northern Exposure, uh, WK, uh, God, God, Cincinnati. I just lost the letters. Yeah, WKRP. You're very. Thank close. you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can't do letters <laughs> as you know, <laughs> but right. uh, yeah, both those shows like they're kind of released when they kind of like sub songs. But in those shows, the song they were using was like pretty important most of the time. So yeah, yeah, no, uh, it's... the licensing for those shows became like a pretty major bear. And uh, I, I know Northern Exposure when the first season came out, it was like two discs and it was like 50 bucks basically because they went ahead and paid for all the licensing. Oh, God. And then there was the uh, the it was it was very in fitting with the show itself. Married with Children uh, was not able to license Love and Marriage, the Sinatra for 
anything past i think the second season and so now if you watch it or buy it you're getting the muzak version of that uh married with children theme song oh ouch <laughs> they couldn't but, afford their own shit <laughs> is it the beastie boys that screwed all this up for everyone <laughs> i mean i don't know i don't i don't know i only watched the documentary once but i yeah i uh i'd be interested in that aspect of it because i'm pretty sure the actors in this stuff were just you know they were just regular people and the the uh the music that chorus that you hear yes yeah, just high school students i'm sure they just record them nobody ever saw a cent yeah uh, of course the one actor um you know like phil donovan is, is such a perfect asshole you know yeah he, he yeah. does stand out of, among all these npcs basically <laughs> yeah he you know but he's just so much like anyone who looks up last prom on youtube to watch it because people will because they do want to see that violence um you're going to just recognize this as being very much in keeping with the kind of movies that uh, there ended up being like a psycho killer or a monster or something like that. I mean, this has the feeling, the look, the atmosphere of, uh, you know, I kept thinking about Last House on the Left, even though that one's a little more rough in the Verite style. Um, this felt very much like out of that framework of the, uh, you know, the, the rougher movies that were coming out uh, an exploitation market around the time when this was made actually and the one the one thing here i mean a lot of it's super like put the camera here stand in front of the camera yeah. back, right but yeah. they, when when phil is drunk driving they definitely got him some nice intense you know underlit face uh they just did. a little bit of production charm there i guess yeah now this tr film truly kicks in for me uh when they decide to all leave the prom together the friends get in his van and you know we know that they've been drinking already because we've seen them at the prom like hiding the flask and stuff but when they're literally like throwing beers around the van and all of that stuff you know where it's going <laughs> i mean and, I, um, I guess sandy didn't have her license yet i don't know <laughs> i mean it was she poor sandy they, they're um the way that they show the car crashing though i mean this was actually a lot better than i expected it was going to be to the point where i i do know that some um uh highway safety films did pay uh, ambulance drivers and coroners and stuff to let them drive around with them to film bodies um and I, I know that some of them like actually gave them cameras and said hey man film this stuff for me and i'll give i'll pay you for it um, but this was obviously all, you know, of the caro syrup variety and things like that. But I still felt because of the way it was shot, uh, very convincing. Yeah. Um, did, did you head to any proms? When you were in high yeah. School? Okay. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, definitely, dude. I definitely did. I, I have spring formals and Halloween dances. You know, that was the that was the fault of the band. I never went to those things until I had long hair. And then I was at all of them. Okay. Yeah, I um, I think I only went to one actual prom. Uh, my my vehicular um, not mistake there is I was being a dick, and in the streets of Atlanta, someone was following me, and I, I, it was ha mostly accident. <laughs> but I just kept making him run like every red light. <laughs> oh my god! What is this story you're telling? I mean, were you did did you have a someone with road rage because of the way you were driving? No, I, a, a friend, another couple were following us and just oh. like in the, in the car behind us like we we're going okay. to the prom in downtown Atlanta. all right i thought you were saying <laughs> okay no, just no 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 someone i was supposed to be following me i just felt like a dick because like 
like every time I get like right to the light, it would turn yellow. So, oh. <laughs> and, and I guess they were timed pretty much at the speed I was driving. So I made them run like five red lights, but I did them later. So I, they, I guess that didn't bug them too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that could have been the start to one of these films. Yeah, really. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> Matt didn't pull over to the side or slow down at the caution light. He chose to fly through or, okay. you know, then then the people following you get lost and then it's trespass yeah and it's all it's all those no, one-way streets <laughs> and it's judgment night not trespass. Judgment, yeah and then <laughs> atlanta has all those like confusing one-way streets so yeah you end up going yeah, in circles. not a if you were to see an aerial view it was just looks like just mush yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense but yeah, but the, their their mistake was slamming cheap beer. I mean, you know, they had vodka at the dance, so you know, no 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 one gets a hangover from vodka. Yeah, you, you don't, know don't, don't hold me to that statement. <laughs> you you know what's going to happen, um, and I I think to keep kids from like laughing at this stuff because you know they would, and maybe they still did even after the blood, but it's horrifying. I mean, it's an it, intense like, crash. Yeah, it really is. And you see who goes through the window because um, even if the, the driver and the passenger had seatbelts on, you know, a van like this doesn't have, you know, uh, seatbelts in the back. These kids that are back there behind the driver, they just get launched. You right. Know? But um, and then and then the entire prom comes over to rubberneck. So I couldn't I believe that. I'm like, how? why how did all these kids get here so quickly like everybody from the prom is now just standing there yeah they're looking at them like oh you know looking at the gore and stuff uh as they pull these bodies out and they're close-ups i mean it's not like herschel gordon lewis style either they these these the blood looks realistic the all the smashed glass i mean it's i thought they did really really well and showing them being loaded up and some of the narration i wish i could remember some of the stuff they say is you know almost comedic like borderline comedic like they had they they fell like just short of making puns about death yeah so I, i'm guessing i'm guessing maybe this small town is also like downtown atlanta with the confusing one-way streets and uh they just found their way back like to right in front of the school okay <laughs> they, they, they got, and then they were drunk they didn't know where they're going anyway so they just been in a few circles and uh, they so. went yeah they went did some circles and came back to the school and then died yeah <laughs> Well, as some some does. survive, yeah. As one, as one inevitably does. Uh, not everyone uh, dies. I think only the girl from the main character dies. Is that right? Everybody else uh, lives because they show her mother in particular, whom you recognize from the beginning, um, crying at the funeral. Uh, their her uh, their teacher also is there crying. Right, right. They don't make it. Com- I, well, there's like two seats empty at the end, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, what, oh, he says one's coming, not coming back for a long time, and then Sandy's never coming back, right? Yeah, okay, but the point being, the driver, the reckless driver, uh, he lives through it. It shows him actually getting out of the car. Yeah, another, he, another I, I wrote hysterically screaming. <laughs> I wrote he has some scrote for showing up at that funeral. <laughs> oh, I know, God, you know, just, just you know, if it was a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, the family would attack whoever that was, and you know, throw him inside the grave. <laughs> so yeah um the, uh, he mentioned the grim task of sandy's locker so i was guessing it's filled with fogs or something yep <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> but, uh, 
I, I don't know why that went in my mind, but maybe that's no. why I'm saying weird stuff on the podcast. So <laughs> no, that's a good one, man. It didn't occur to me. <laughs> no, but it, you know, you can imagine like, did you have driver's ed or no? I like, like, you know, I went to the, the weird other program thing and we couldn't do driver's ed as like a normal part of the year. So uh -huh. I did it. I did it. And, um, in the summer is my only time actually doing like summer school and they sent us to another school somewhere somewhere near north lake mall which was like half driver's ed and half special needs so it's like a really bizarre experience interesting yeah I, I don't remember where we went but it was part of the school day so we rode a bus as an elective course uh we rode a bus out to the driver's ed place and uh the classroom was old as shit and it was those desks that are like little cars. You had a steering wheel on your desk and they had in front of you a projection screen and they would then show, uh, you know, simulated. Uh, they had it all hooked up and it was supposed to be you looking at the road, kind of like a video game, but it was all shot with camera. And then um, I remember being disappointed that we didn't get like the real gory scare films. You know? I, I, I I second all of those things. Um, same <laughs> okay. thing where I went. I think I also have been have been to the center you went to because uh, my family friends were like one of the teachers there. So, okay, yeah, there was a whole driving course out in the parking lot too. Yeah, so, so had... it was it was just that, but it was uh, dear. It was just a different place. So another okay. Cab County, one of those. Yeah, I don't know how they do it now, but whoa, that was. I mean, you knew it was old. When you went in there, you were just like, oh, man, you know, you just see what like the smell and the color <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> this man, you know, my dad's dad learned on this. Oh, here I, I, I wrote a few things down sort of sideways with, with the monologue you're talking of the proms and still a grim vigil. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just for you're talking about the almost comedic stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just just short of dude, please. <laughs> but I, I guess. I guess 2020 at least fixed the uh, Grim Vigil proms for you. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> they try and do some needle scares, right? Like, oh, if you do this kind of crazy driving crap, you're going to get stuck with a bunch of needles. <laughs> yeah, no. And I remember my, like, one of my favorite shots of it is uh, our lead character, whose name I keep forgetting. Um, she is actually, her mother said, doesn't he? I've heard he drives recklessly. And, what would have been a great thing it cuts to the van going under this like you know one person at a time uh little like tunnel and there's a guy on a bicycle and i was just thinking hit the guy on the bicycle <laughs> <laughs> so that would have been a great i heard he drives recklessly Poof. but <laughs> but no when she's in the car um you don't instead of having the moms go i heard he drives recklessly recklessly she's watching the needle move on the speedometer there and seeing how fast this guy is going oh that so, needle that needle yeah I was, I was talking about people getting stuck in the ambulance oh no no that, that, that needle's worth mentioning too of course so no you know that, that actually made me think of that but yeah no the they show the ambulance yeah and the the, the crash team and stretchers and body bag i mean everything and it's it is borderline artistic because everything's kind of framed through uh that broken window yeah you know? i mean the acting's flat the setups are flat but someone was like putting a little thought into how this uh thing came together in the end yeah yeah no they um you know at that time you think of all the things people had seen on television uh from news cameras and whatnot things have changed drastically from what people were seeing you know in the early 60s and stuff and so um 
we kind of i say we the kids the people that were watching this knew what looked real so you were something like you know the old ones wasn't gonna wasn't gonna cut it so if they weren't gonna use real crashes um they at least needed to make it as realistic as possible and i i think it looked i mean it's combined with that music ooh. <laughs> it's, so it's i would this wouldn't have uh, satisfied when you didn't get your gory film and driver said because oh, that's absolutely uh, yeah this is the audience i mean i said sometimes it's not clear who these are for this one's crystal clear that you're showing this to a driver's ed class so yeah or, or, no or exactly class just when prom's coming up i guess but yeah it could be it, it works under both it works under the cautionary tale and the highway safety um i i think more more along the cautionary tale uh, given how dramatic it is, because it's not necessarily about driving. Um, it's more about, yeah, the uh, the reckless behavior. Yeah, I guess then it'd be like, you know, Phil did not have his hand on the two o'clock position. And thus, yeah, 10 and yeah. two, then thus, you know, <laughs> his swift end. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't see this as having been something they would have shown in a driver's ed class. I think this is more of like, yeah, like you said, um, around prom season you know like don't die everybody now i do remember those films that they were showing us at least uh you know um hit the mark in the music section i mean this this one is a different thing but most of those driver's ed films had that just like again the cinemaphonic electric soul sound which was cool so <laughs> yeah yeah not, no, enough, I... not enough blood but it had that <laughs> i mean if you're not gonna have one the others you know at least makes it worth it i think Right. So I, I, I do want to dredge up one of those actual like instructional films sometimes because I guess, you know, you want to be in that weird analog machine uh, driving your fake car to it. But yeah, maybe, <laughs> that would maybe we'll... be great. <laughs> People would yeah. love that. Man, that would be a trippy thing for someone. I'm sure someone has that in their house. Like they get the like old school driving simulator set up. <laughs> it would be, you know, cause you remember, uh, you know, there's, there's still to this day, all these flight simulator uh, games that one can play. You can do them on your phone. Now. I, I think they're missing the mark with the, uh, the impaired driving simulator. Yeah. Oh, you know? the impaired driving simulator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the controls don't quite work right. You're like, turn. Nope. You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you don't tell me what I'm drunk. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hey, what's this pistol in the glove box for? Game over. <laughs> oh, just because you found it, you're gonna go on a spree now. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, the, whoever finds the gun immediately points it at themselves just by nature of it. It's like, hey, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we got the we got the thing in. Um, <laughs> yep. I'm I'm just having a look here if there's anything I missed. No, just just lots of sarcastic notes, of course, that I wrote down. So, as hey, <laughs> I think good. I hit most of them. I, I hit most yeah. of them. No, um, yeah, I, I guess prom's a big deal for the South. I, I felt like home. I guess because of the football thing in the South, I always felt like homecoming was a little more of the uh, the marquee event. For, yeah, for it was. Um, I went to more homecomings than proms. I guess you can only do the prom the last couple of years as well. So yeah, yeah, you, you got your junior and your senior. I'm pretty sure I skipped my senior prom and just went to my girlfriend's senior prom. We got yeah, I, that picture, but I don't think I went to my own prom. I, I think it was the flip for me. I went to 
didn't go junior. I went to senior. And then senior, I just made a horrible sitcom joke where um, I, I actually kind of had a girlfriend at the time who was who was a few years younger. But then I like took one of like in my group of friends because she didn't have a date. So yeah, that probably didn't make the other girl very happy. <laughs> nah, but you know, guy, we're not operating on full capacity. You know, we're <laughs> no just. When- when you see these horrible sitcom situations, like man, I kind of did that. <laughs> did, yeah, no, I if I really want to knock myself down a few pegs in the self-esteem department, I can definitely think back to situations, decisions rather that I made that were similar to that. <laughs> so we'll, we'll I paid see. dearly for them. <laughs> well, we'll see if this is our last prom or not. I, I don't, I don't know of any other prom-centric films off the top of my head. We'll be going into, but hey, you never know. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really like this one. That was a good, that was a good choice. Exploitation classic, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. You know, it takes twenty minutes of your time. Maybe that's that's one of the things here because you want to show people carry. I mean, you're sitting down for the next ninety minutes, right? Where this one. You can, it's 20 minutes. I mean, you could like half pay attention to it and it doesn't matter that much. So, <laughs> no, it would be, it would be great as a, like a short prior to watching Carrie. I think that would be a good place for it. Yeah. Um, well, wrapping up today, um, I, I guess go ahead, give that Twitter handle and so forth out. Okay. Yeah. Andrew Shearer. Uh, you can find me at Gonzorific, G O N Z O. R-I-F-F-I-C uh, on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube as well, where you can see some short films that I made with my friends. I don't think um, we had any, yeah, any kind of scare films like this. Although you and I, um, in one of the movies that I made, which was originally called Dollface and is, was later uh, renamed as Goodbye Dolly, you and I were in a car crash scene together. Right, right, right. Uh, I don't think we there was anything cautionary about the car part, as in this one, though. But no, nothing about that. We just had to pretend as though we were in a car that was crashing. Right. <laughs> and I'll let people, you know, decide to watch it if they want to know what caused the accident. So I want to do a spoiler on that. <laughs> but um, as for this podcast, it'll be um, Audio Hygiene Pod on Twitter. If you look up Audio Hygiene on Facebook, I imagine you'll find something similar to that um and and i'll just throw out now that the music i'm using for this podcast is from your erotic couch film that i I made for that the theme song so oh yeah no feel free to repurpose this stuff that's your stuff (laughs) no no i know i know i'm I'm like that's what i I record a whole clutch of tunes specifically to be this this kind of you know educational film sort of music so yeah no i remember the uh the, the cd was the erotic cannibals yeah low, low rent 70s funk you know <laughs> it worked man i mean i had someone who actually was a you know professional recording artist that that made that kind of music in the 70s say that you totally nailed it <laughs> uh, except for the electro drums would be nice to have real drums but hey what can you do most people nah. wouldn't notice that so uh my other <laughs> my other now podcast is uh Matt and luke sci-fi sanctuary if you look that up on your rss feeds or go to mlsfs pod at twitter or look it up on facebook or whatever yeah I've, that was the best letter i know i still wouldn't do a trance or something when i said them but they you actually... did a little bit but it worked <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did the past couple of days i've had to get my spiel down so <laughs> no hey you know it's good to go i could i could follow at that time anyway for you the lister uh drive safe and drink your swill at home that's right. <laughs> Drink your swill. Get faced at home. 
There we go. Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.